Welcome to Sword and Shield, the official podcast of the 960th Cyberspace Wing. Join us for insight, knowledge, mentorship, and some fun as we discuss relevant topics in and around our wing. Please understand that the views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of the U.S. Air Force nor the Air Force Reserve, and no endorsement of any particular person or business is ever intended. Welcome back to the Sword and Shield podcast. I'm Colonel Rick Erich, 960 Cyberspace Wing, and I'm thrilled today to talk about a very special podcast episode. It is our 100th episode, and we've got the band back together. So I'm <laughs> super excited and, and thrilled to have Chief Master and Christopher Howard, 340th Flying Training Group, SEL. It's a long title. It is, you know, only that uh, it, it, it came with the workload, you know. But who were you before? <laughs> before I was the 960th uh, Cyber Operations Group uh, SEO. Uh, Sword and Shield podcast co-host. Yes. Yep. Sir. Awesome. The OG. <laughs> Literally. OG. Literally yeah. the OG. Yeah. Chief Howard and Colonel Erridge are the OGs of the podcast. And? Uh, I am uh, Master Sergeant Samantha Matheson uh, with the 433rd Airlift Wing Public Affairs Office, but I am now and used to be, things got swapped around and crazy, but the 960th Cyberspace Wing Public Affairs person. Yes, A.K.A. Chief. Sam yeah. and LARPing Queen oh, gosh. of the wing. <laughs> she is the uh, Sword and Shield's OG Executive producer, yep. editor, award winner, award, award winner, award yeah. winner, <laughs> all things. And then we had. Oh, that's me. That's Fran you. That's you. you. <laughs> Francis Martinez, director of psychological health for the 960th Cyberspace Wing. And I feel like I just came and elevated it. The podcast. You did. You really yeah. did. Yeah. You took it to a whole new level. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Made it a lot better than it was. Yeah. So. You took it from technicalities to uh oh you know let's talk about some some really deep emotional things you know and well, get it, get those that whole new there. level right it went from just a normal show to you know that yeah let's talk about it uh-huh let's let's take some deep dives <laughs> well i figure if i bring some good guests on then i don't have to talk as much and then they can just share their stories yep yeah, it's a great approach. You know, Chief Hard and I thought we were tackling tough problems, and then <laughs> Francis showed up, and I love it because mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not a strength of mine. It is a definite weakness to talk about some of those topics. So I appreciate the deep dive that you did with all of our resiliency topics, and it's you sucked me into a few of them, which is good. And um, but really great discussions. I know when I talk around or when I talk to units and I move around the wing, even just a couple weeks ago, a random person will come up to me and say. Hey, I really love the podcast. And uh, I usually say, great, would you like to be a guest? And then <laughs> I go into panic mode. And I just did this at Chief Baber's retirement. Um, a young senior airman said, man, I really love the podcast and the stuff you, you guys are tackling. I'm like, great. What do you want to talk about on the podcast? And he was kind of taken aback. And I said, think about it. Send me notes. So he sent me this really super thoughtful three topics he wants to cover and just our young airmen are are amazing the things they think about and so that what excites me is continuing to get the new guest and yeah. um the new topics we tackle all the time i yeah. remember the first time you told me about the podcast and then i started listening and you're like yeah you're gonna do one and i was like 
like my first couple of days, I think we sat down and did right. one and I said, oh my gosh, I don't want to do any more of these. <laughs> and it was like, okay, let's continue on and see what else we can get out of you. And here we are mm-hmm. at episode 100. I remember at the beginning, the three of us, Chief and Sam, we sat here and we were like, what are we going to do? How's this work? Pot, you were like trying to figure out the equipment. Yeah. Um, I went back and listened to episode one. Have you gone back and listened to episode oh, one? I listened to I it listened she was, yeah. yeah, she was telling me she listened to it. Uh, I listened to it one time after we aired it, and I haven't brought myself to do it again because I was like, <laughs> I'm very self-critical. So uh, I was like, oh, I could have done that. Oh, I could have done that. Ah, and I, that's where I stumbled up. So. Uh, I, I avoid uh, the self-critiquing for my own. Uh, I was psyche. terrible. I was like, oh, my God. And then we got a lot better just by doing it. We mm-hmm. got more comfortable. So. And I knew that that's – sorry to interrupt, sir. No, but that, that, that's how I knew it was going to be, like, going into this. You know, when you all originally pitched to me, like, hey – you know, let's uh, let's do this podcast, you know, and I felt like completely overwhelmed because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here, you know, but let me see what I can find out about it, you know, so reached out to um uh, oh man, his name is escaping me, and I'm so sorry. But a uh, person who runs the Tinker Talks up at uh, Oklahoma That's City. That's right. Yeah, that was kind of our inspiration, our benchmark. Yeah, and so spoke with him, gave me great advice, you know, and um, got with Divids, and you know, see what was necessary with them in order to make it happen, and. Um, had to make some decisions like, okay, what is what is our banner going to look like? What are we going to name it? You know, and I had to go through the, the wickets of figuring all that out and everything. But yeah, I knew the first episode was going to be going to be rough. And yeah, listening to it, you know, it is transparent that we didn't really know what we were doing. <laughs> but it got so much better and y- y'all got so much better. And so I'm really proud of how uh, this has turned out and where it's gone. So it does feel like it was just yesterday when we're going through, okay, what is the image image look like, right? Are mm-hmm. we going to do scripts? Are we, how do we want to format this? And then the topics that we want to get over, right? Mm-hmm. Remember the name? Just the thrashing we did, or right. having to choose yeah. the right name because we yeah. had all these ideas, and then you're like, "No, because that's linked to something. We can't do that." That's a, Sam's a party pooper. Yeah, I was. I was yeah. the the. How do you like to say it, Chief? You poo pooed on the kachoo. Yep, I poo pooed <laughs> on the kachoo. <laughs> but I think we ended up on a, a really great um, title that that resonates mm-hmm. with the wing and the gladiator theme and. Um, and so I've started to see some other ones kind of pop up in Air Force areas. And, and so um, I don't know if they've took any inspiration from us, but I like to think so. And that, that we kind of I guarantee delay. It. Guarantee it, sir. They had to. <laughs> we were the trailblazers. Yeah, we were, we were the only um, AFRC podcast that was happening at the time, you mm-hmm. know. And then ever since then, there's been a few that have popped up. A few people have called me <clears> asking <throat> for advice about it and everything. And so I told them all the technicalities of the PA, like, okay, this is how you do it. This is how you're going to want to do it. You know, there's there's ins and outs you got to know because it's not a simple matter of recording and posting. You know, there's there's other things you have to consider. So because PA in the Air Force, let's just face it, it's not an easy job, but it's a good job. And it goes back to, um, you know, kind of what you said, sir, right? That airman that reaches out. I know from the beginning of uh, our podcast, we started getting a lot of um, interaction from people from AFRC headquarters, other units, uh, airmen within our own organizations that were like, 
hey, I listened to that mm-hmm. and I got something out of that or that helped me understand this or like the, the senior man, I think he, he approached me as well if we're, I'm thinking of the same individual and was, thank you for tackling some topics that uh, we normally don't get after as well as uh, handling or talking about our mission set where, you know, when we talk about cyberspace and then some of the, the mission sets that we do, we have to be very tight knit about it. So getting after some portions of it allows airmen to hear bigger picture stuff. So. Yeah, and and I like how like somebody is like, hey, I got an idea for podcast. Like, sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I like the free flow, the discussion aspect, and you know when I engage our uh, our senior leaders and I ask them, hey, why don't you be in the podcast? These generals, they're they're all like, well, I need a script. Are we going to talk about any questions ahead of time? And I said, no, it's going to be a discussion. And their staffs are like, no, 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 I need everything up front. And when it <laughs> and when it ends up being just a discussion about stuff, they're like, man, that was really easy. I was all worked up about it and. Um, and you know, I was talking to one of our, uh, I was talking to General Hawk a couple weeks ago about, Hey, we're doing the hundredth episode podcast and stuff. And we just did just aired his last one here a few weeks ago. And I said, Hey, it's going to air. Go ahead and listen. He's like, he's like the same way as us. He's like, I can't listen. Like, I don't like to hear my voice. I don't listen. He said, I'm sure it sounds great. I'm like, it does sound great. Um, Mm -hmm. and so probably my favorite episode was 99. The last one we did with. Jungle oh yeah. yeah just Dave. just Dave. yeah it was pretty just cool <laughs> um just to kind of see his perspective and i a couple of people already approached me like like hey i took notes on the things and and if you didn't know he all those things he talked about was he wrote a book when he was in air work college about how to be a commander if you are entering a new position and you're a little bit, I don't know if scared is the right word, but you know what I'm talking about, right? There's a little bit of fear there. If you're a little bit uncertain, if you're wondering whether you're up for the challenge, if you have all of those uncertainties as you grab the guide on, guess what? You're in great company and you probably got it about right. If you're standing there completely confident that you've got this completely wired and you know everything there is to know about the organization you're about to take responsibility for, Danger, Will Robinson. There's a lot of things you're around you that are happening that you're just not going to see because your blinders are right there. And so all these things are in that book, and it's on my it's on my desk. And so I've had that book, I've read that book. They used to issue it to you at Air War College um, as, as part of the ring. I don't know if they still do or not, but um, it's fascinating how some of those things can resonate with people. And it's just if they can just get, like you said, Chief, get one thing out of a uh, out of a podcast, I think it's worth our time and effort. Right. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite episode, Sam? I think hands down my favorite episode was the one uh, you did with um, Lieutenant Mallow, or is it Anderson? Mm-hmm. Um, Mallow. I know Mallow. she... Adrian Mallow. Yeah. yeah. So where she talked about her story of uh, resiliency through working through... Um, she didn't have breast cancer, but she had the gene that made her... Um, susceptible, highly susceptible to get breast cancer. And um, I really felt that that was such a fantastic story of how she overcame the surgery and how she uh, still was driven, like absolutely driven to join the Air Force and go through BMT, you know, because her her chest, you know, was was still torn up from from the surgery and everything. and And the doctor didn't even want to let her in. And so she had to fight to actually be a part of the Air Force 
Um, and she still has to go through, you know, uh, follow-up surgeries in order to make sure that the tissue does not turn in, turn cancerous. And that I thought was just absolutely amazing. And I really respect her for, um, what she did and then what she's still doing in order to just, just stay alive and still maintain her family and, and be a productive member of society. And, you know, a credit to the Air Force. It's, I just thought that was amazing, that, that whole story. So. And that was the award-winning podcast. Yeah, yes. yeah, and that was why I chose it to, to get sent up is because I just really admired her and her story, and it was, it was just amazing to me, so. And from your perspective, after you, you told your leadership, this is what I needed to do, and then they did what they did, how do you feel that that relationship from you as a member to leadership grew or did not grow? Yes, Chief. You know, I feel like it honestly grew to not only a professional level that it needed, but, you know, naturally it develops personal relationships because you're sharing something extremely important um, that affects you on a regular basis with those individuals. So I can say today that I still have an excellent relationship with those two. I feel like they, you know, they can come to me or I can come to them with any issues. One of them separated now. Um, and I still remain in contact with them and and his family. And, you know, I think we're doing the right thing as a wing, you know, we're talking about it. Right. And I can say that not a lot of individuals know what this is and the awareness isn't there, but just by us talking about it, someone is going to hear this. And if the situation comes up or something similar, they're going to remember, hopefully, what we talked about and what we said and a way to support that individual um, and just be there for them. So right. by us talking about it, especially during October, really raises awareness for the right cause. And this is going to impact somebody in a very positive way. Yeah, for her to have the strength mm-hmm. to kind of come out and talk about that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And the resiliency it took to yeah. tackle that topic. And mm-hmm. it's a little easier here when you're, at least for me, you're not in front of people. You're just, you're talking. You kind of know people are going to listen. But, right. um, and so it's scary for some people to do that. So I applaud her efforts for, yeah. for yeah, doing cause, that. Because you know that could not have been easy, you know, going through those surgeries. And, you know, it really affects your uh, self-image too, you know. But she, you know, is currently just a wonderful human being. You know, she has a fantastic attitude and she works hard, you know. And it it seems like it didn't even affect her at all, you know. And so going through something that awful and still coming out on the other side as a fantastic person, I just, I was really impressed. And I still am to this day. Yeah. To me, her, the thought process to get to the decision mm-hmm. to make that change in her life was um, inspirational. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, but you, Francis? <laughs> oh, I got a couple. <laughs> I think the most exciting one for me, uh, and also pretty much a lot of mine are somber, right? Because right. we're all, you know, yeah. like suicide related or domestic violence stories. But the best one, most exciting one for me was la- uh, landing uh, General Silveria yeah. from uh, yes. the, yeah. the um, Academy Superintendent. And so that was fun because I think he was like our first big guest. And so it was like, here we go. Yeah. You know, culture change.
change uh, on on one of these tough issues, sexual assault and 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 sexual harassment that we're talking about, culture change in that aspect. There's two big things that I that I learned that are probably worth talking about. One is that it has to happen among all levels of of leadership and all levels of the organization. One of the one of the struggles that I've seen over time is that sometimes leadership in the military, leadership in the Air Force, will abrogate that responsibility to someone else. Here's how it happens. A commander will say, whether it's at a, a squadron level or, or higher, will say, we need, to, we need to talk about sexual harassment or sexual assault, and they'll bring in an expert like you or someone, you know, a, a learned expert or someone with a lot of experience in sexual harassment and, and sexual assault to teach, to talk to the squadron or to the, you know, large organization, and then they'll leave. And I think that that abrogates the responsibility from the commander. This is commander business. And and if some if the organization sees that all levels of the organization see this as their responsibility, that that's part of the culture that each level of command is responsible. I think that's what's so important that we can't just abrogate a societal problem or a societal issue and say that belongs to that office. They have to take care of that. No, it belongs to all of us. So I think that's the biggest first point that I bring up about bringing culture change to an organization. And uh, so that was exciting. But as far as like resiliency stories, there's so many um, that we've had from, you know, Colonel Swanson talking about his two suicide attempts to um, chap- Chaplain Soljan talking about like his challenges and being now being the 25th uh, U.S. Army Chief of Chaplains. So we've had some really great resiliency stories um, that always didn't start well, but they're still here to talk about them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's, it's an important outlet and avenue. Um, I think when we when we started this, right, we wanted to talk about, we wanted to meet people where they wanted to be right. and consume mm-hmm. information um, in the way that they want to consume it. And so we thought, let's try this podcast thing. And, and I think what's great about the podcast is that we found a way to reach those people mm-hmm. that they don't have to be here in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I know early on the technology wasn't great. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was a little bit rough, but, but like everything, it got better and we worked through it. But being able to reach out to somebody like that, your contacts and being persistent about, hey, we got this podcast thing. It's become a more mainstream. People listen to them. They understand it, that, that you haven't had many people, as long as we get a hold of them, like people say yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's an important piece. From, from the resiliency point that people can um, have access to the content, come back to it when they need it. Um, you always do a good job about putting resources in those two, whether it's about the topic or just in general, I think mm-hmm. that's people know they can go back and get that when they want it on demand mm-hmm. in a number of different ways. Yeah, the other piece to that, so because we do have this outlet of uh, information, some people that have been through treatment, right, have come back and said, hey, I want to have a podcast and talk about my journey. And we recently did that uh, with Major Perez and uh, Chief Letcher. And so, you know, just them having that yeah. courage. Chief Lester. Chief Lester. Lester. <laughs> just want to correct that. 
we're gonna have to edit sure. this out. <laughs> oh, it's a free flow. You own it now. It's all over you. Chief <laughs> Lester, guys. Okay, sorry. Yeah, just just start over. <laughs> but but I mean, out. to this point, I was talking to Chief Lester. We were at TDY talking about the podcast, and I said, "Hey, Major Prez is going to come on a podcast, talk about story." And he said. I've got my own story. Mm -hmm. Did you know? And I was like, no, had no idea. And I said, you should join the podcast with mm -hmm. Major Prez. He's like, I'd love to. Mm -hmm. As a way for people to continue to heal, yeah, you know, and, and get better. Well, it, it allows people to connect, right? Especially, um, you know, when we bring in those senior leaders or seasoned leaders that uh, are around the Air Force and they bring their story to bear, um, it helps airmen understand that, hey, um, if you went through this and you still made it here, then there's still hope for me, right? Because quite often when we're younger in our career and we trip or we fall or we, you know, we scrape ourselves, um, it feels like it's the worst injury. It's the worst offense and that uh, your career is over or um, it's unrecoverable. So that's what I really love about a lot of these stories is allowing uh, our airmen to see that, uh, you know, we're humans as well mm -hmm. um, and that everybody has... Um, some unique challenges, but those challenges don't necessarily um, define you, right? They, they help you describe a, a time in your life so that your character is really defined versus uh, that incident. Yeah, it makes you stronger. And and I remember you sharing some of your struggles as a young airman and <laughs> me as a lieutenant. Like, I think right. that's important. Agree. You know, that's kind of what made us who we are. As quirky and awkward as I am, that's <laughs> uh, shaped my environment and the village around me. Yes, sir. And so I tell people that um, if I'm the village idiot, then you guys all, the village made me who I am. So what's that say about the entire... <laughs> you were here before me. <laughs> I was. You're, you're not the only awkward one, trust me. There, there are times where I'm like, why do I keep eating my feet? Gosh. <laughs> Well, I think, Chris, my favorite one, I, like I said, is Joe Goldfield, but I think the most fun I had were the ones that we did early on about development. Yes, sir. And about airmen and yes, about mentoring. And, and so I, those are fun for me. All I'd like to leave it with is um, remember that this is a continuum, right? Um, and it's not linear. Uh, it's not one path. It's not one way. It's not going to be the same for everybody. We all have our own story. We all have our own pathway. Um, and we're going to have to take different uh, forks in the road to get to where we're going to get to uh, in the end, right? Um, sometimes uh, it's about balancing what uh, your goal is with what the, the unit's goal or um, the Air Force goal for you. Um, a lot of times you can find correlations there to get to where you want to be. Um, but don't be afraid, right? Talk to a mentor, talk to your leadership, um, talk to your friend about uh, some of the options you might have and find what pathway works best for you, your family, um, and then coincides uh, with what your goals might be militarily. I, I, I would say I fully agree. And, uh, you know, if we talk about favorite episodes, I'd say the, my, the first one's my favorite. And, and for this reason, um, because it kicked it off, right? Um, it set the tone and the precedent for what we've done all the way, uh, 99 episodes after that, right? Um, we were able to have a lot of fun. 
I remember being, uh, I don't know, six, seven or eight. And I had this little tiny cassette recorder and I had a microphone connected to it. And my friends and my brother were playing hockey. And then I would try to do the play-by-play or the color commentary for for the game that was going okay. on. Then we'd go back and listen to it. And at one point, I had a dream to be a sports broadcaster. Um, obviously, that didn't work out. And probably for the best of everybody, um, kind of like what I'm doing now. Gotcha. I, what I had is I had something similar, um, but I used the mic to record the movies I liked. So I had Gremlins on four different cassette tapes to, <laughs> so I could listen to Gremlins in the evening uh, or Goonies, you know, things that... Uh, that were very popular in the eighties. So it, it, it's, it's funny what, uh, what you use technology for nowadays. Right? Uh, every time I come in, uh, every episode I've done, I, I don't know how many times I, I have challenges, right? Challenges to make, uh, Sam laugh, uh, see if I can get her to cut up. Um, but then the, the learning process, right? The, the fact that we learned something new from somebody, um, the fact that we're able to share information, um, I feel like even though it's not face to face that we're making those connections uh, with our airmen because when we get on the field, we hear, hey, I heard this. This is what I learned. And, and I feel like um, uh, it's actually got something positive uh, going on with all the things that we have to do, um, both positive and negative. This is one of those highlights of, of a career that you can say, I made an impact that's going to last for a long period of time. Um, you know, it's not as strong as the impact on an individual. But then again, it's so widespread and you don't know what kind of connection it's going to make. Yeah, it's a little frustrating to me to not like, I remember Sam early on, you're like, hey, I want numbers. Like, how many listeners? How many times are you going to play? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to know like what the reach was. Mm-hmm. And so we tried and tried and tried. And it was just too hard with the technology, which is fine. Right. And so I got past that because the feedback we were getting, we knew that people were listening and were hearing it, mm-hmm. um, including my aunt. And so my, my aunt, who was in <laughs> Illinois, uh, she's on Facebook. And I'll get random text messages from her like, hey, I listened to the podcast. I didn't understand one thing about it, but it sounded really cool. So um, I knew uh, and I know people have have listened to it and that we probably not in the wing. Like we talked early on about who do we target internal messaging external. We just said, you know what, we're just going to blast it and see where it goes. Um, and I think what's really rewarding for me is when I hear other people say, you know, maybe not know that I'm on a team's call. And they said, hey, you need to go listen to the Sword and Shield podcast mm-hmm. episode, whatever. They talked about this. They addressed mm-hmm. this. And they just say, they, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's cool. Yeah. And that's ultimately what I felt the goal was going to be anyway, because, you know, it's important to have a way for everyone to be able to reach you as leaders, but that's impossible in this wing because there's there's GSUs, there's geographically separated units. You you have airmen who work for you that you cannot physically reach out and touch. And you know, so just to explain a little bit about analytics uh, to the audience here, the reason why that was so complicated is because uh, depending on the platform, the podcast got put on, uh, the analytics for each separate platform is slightly different. And so they don't always equate to one equaling the other, you know, so what's considered a view on one platform is maybe only considered a, um, is not considered a view on another one based on how long it was listened to and everything like that. And so, yeah, we were forced to kind of let that go just a little bit. Uh, but the numbers for the podcast have always been really good, but really the, the goal about it, you know, like you said, Colonel Erich, um, is, reaching those airmen that you you can't 
talk to, you know, you can't speak with. And I think that is really important in any organization to have a way for your airmen who you are leading uh, to get to know you, you know, and to figure out what kind of leader you are, you know, and if they have no way of doing that, then they're, you know, what drive do they have to, to care about you and the, and the culture you're trying to build? And I've always had full faith in the type of culture you're trying to build here because I've seen how you are. You're very humble and courteous and you want people to respect each other, which I am a hundred percent on board with. And so that's why I really feel this podcast is such a good thing because your airmen can get to know you without you having to try to, and I don't mean like you specifically, I mean like Chief Howard as well and Francis and even me on some of them, uh, because what we're trying to do is, you know, create a cohesive unit, even though we're scattered across the country. And I am thrilled with it. Yeah. And I think that's what we didn't want it to be about us and about (laughs) podcasts. Like there's one, I won't say there's one uh, military podcast that often pops up. I listen to off and on. So I have a few touch points there, but it seems it's about the host and he's like the only guy and he runs the podcast and he promotes it through his social media channels. And, and that's why I think what I like about ours is, is such a broad range of people. Like um, we force some people to host that weren't necessarily maybe ready for that. And doing a great job. Um, you know, with Colonel Darden, when he like, we got to introduce you. Yeah. To your point, like mm-hmm. people may not know him. Let's introduce him through a podcast. He's like, uh, I don't know. And then Chief Baber and then Chief Malcolm. Chief Malcolm. Right. Joe Radliff. Like we've... And all great people, great leaders. And you know, that's that's the beauty of this podcast is if it's a natural discussion, then who you are actually comes through. Mm-hmm. You know. So Yeah, I'm really excited for what's the next hundred. Right. And so um we, we are planning to have John Kennedy on. We're chasing Francis and I. We're working on some other big fish. So we're so we're just gonna throw this out there. Right? Okay. Who is our it. who's our big fish? We've always said it's like Oprah Winfrey. We gotta have Oprah, right? So Oprah, if you're out there <laughs> listening, <laughs> this Calling is to you. Out. We are wanting you on this podcast because we know you have a great resiliency story and yeah. look where you are um, today. And so that's what you know we wanna we wanna talk about. So if anybody else has any contacts or knows anybody that can help us with that, we'd love to have you uh, be part of the team and help us make that connection with Oprah. Or if anybody else has any really good resiliency stories or topics, you know, we're always looking for topics and they want to be part of it. Um, mm-hmm. Please let any of the four of us know, um, at least with Sam for now, maybe not yeah. in the future. Um, she's moving on. And so uh, we just want to say thanks to the OG executive producer um, for all the work you put in and getting us on path. And you trained the next generation of executive <laughs> producers. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm missing it already, honestly, sir. <laughs> to the LARPing Magi. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I will always miss you. <laughs> the over-under was one. You got two in. You got the over. Uh, I like to win. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Your kachu is driving me crazy, sir. It's not the only thing, right? When no. we talk about the podcast, right? What is the thing that I always drove you crazy with was my closing statement. <laughs> yeah. 
like, oh, well, at least you have one, right? She yelled at me during a no, podcast. No, it And like, say goodbye. <laughs> and so she had, to edit, she had to edit this out, but I, I don't remember well, her which portion one of it, it. Her portion of it? The, say goodbye. <laughs> was it like the, the eyes come out? A little bit, she, yeah. It was, it was pretty terrifying because I'm like, I, I thought I already wrapped up. And then she's like... The whispering no. it and then all of a sudden she's like say goodbye and i'm like i did <laughs> goodbye <laughs> it didn't sound like a closing out i thought she had more and then there was this long awkward silence and i wasn't supposed to speak so i was just like how do i like but the, the microphone was going to pick me up and it was like this moment of stress like oh crap what do i do <laughs> i'm probably going to edit that part out but you know like oh what do i do and <laughs> it just came out like that, and I still feel bad. I did not mean to to yell or frighten anyone. <laughs> well, there's a sound that no one really understands in all of those podcasts. Like after my closeout, you hear this, and that's you yes. slapping your head because I said yes it. every time. Because <laughs> you know, okay, so because because I'm always the one, or I was always the one recording there. Whenever you. Uh, whenever there's any kind of repetition, like the beginning, even, you know, like hearing my own voice, because I don't know if y'all know, but that that's me actually giving that spiel in the beginning of every episode. The disclaimer. The disclaimer. Yeah, it's me. Like, it's agonizing for me to hear that I every single time because it's my own voice and I kind of hate it. So, yeah, when she f- goes out with the, you know, the phrase, I'm not going to say it. We're, we're going to end this podcast with it. When <laughs> I know. Is, so. I know. <laughs> we have to. Um <laughs> But when I when I talk to people, they're like, "Hey, how many takes do you guys do?" And how much? I'm like, "We're gonna tell you. There's very little editing. Like, like I don't there think really there. Is. I think the one time in the episodes that I've been on that we actually stopped and started over. Oh, mine um, too. Recently, yeah. I and had so to stop and restart. I had a I had a good run, and then she jinxed me, <laughs> gave me the yips, and then there was like two or three episodes where I'd start off with, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, that, that made me happy, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I noticed the joy in your face. It was pretty It still brings joy. <laughs> so this is pretty authentic. So what you guys are hearing is yeah. there's very little editing happening. They, uh, um, Sam and the team kind of put the, the bumper music on the beginning and the end, and um in the middle it's this us being real yeah for the most part there's every now and then language problems and Mm -hmm. then long drawn out silences because people need to stop and think you know i'll edit those parts out because i want things to be exciting at least a little bit exciting for the listener you know and chris howard's in the beginning when he would do the Oh, uh, yes. The table slap. The table slap or this. Karate shot. Yeah, the noises. Like, yeah, y'all, I can't edit out those noises. Like, I'm not that talented. <laughs> I'm not a sound engineer. I wish I was. That would be amazing, but I'm not. We'd have to have a, I think we'd have to have uh, a bloopers a different, Yeah, bloopersville and a big setup in order to. But I think that's what I wanted from the sim in the beginning is just for it to be real and kind of. You know, we, we kind of, we talk about all the time in the military about just a couple people sitting at a bar, drawing pictures on a napkin, right? Yeah. That's kind of was my vision for this. <laughs> and I wanted it to be a little noisy and raw. And so I, I know when we bring our guests in and like, we give them the spiel about like, hey, the microphone picks up everything and that, and still you hear them, they'll be clicking a pen. Yep. Or, to yeah. me, that's like, whatever. I mean, that, that, that makes it, cause that's real life. That's mm-hmm. when you have a meeting, like that stuff's happening. And yeah. so- 
I don't harp on it too much. I don't think it's when it's when it's like constant. That's my only goal is to prevent like those noises from being consistent throughout the episode. You know. And you stop it with the look. Yeah. yeah. One look. One look. Mm. <laughs> we, uh, we figure that out very quickly. <laughs> well, and the, the professionally built cue cards that no one else sees. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I was so fancy with those. I don't even have them have it right now. I think they're in the they're in the podcast hall of fame. Yeah, for an artifact. Yes, we definitely got to put those in the historian. Mm-hmm. Hit the cabinet. The cabinet yeah, for, for the history. Buried somewhere. I'm not sure where, honestly, but I'm sure they're they're in the cubicle somewhere. So. Well, that's awesome. So we'll we'll start a wrap up. Um, so we are gonna figure out. We're all gonna um, pull some of our favorite clips. Um, and, um, the, the team's going to put those together and kind of share with y'all. I've got some notes that I started already on some. And, um, so whether we're going to, whether we're going to sprinkle it in this podcast or maybe part two to a hundred mm-hmm. episode part two, we'll, we'll figure that out. But, um, thanks for everybody. It's you, sir. It's been yep. fun. Yes. Let's do it again. Let's do another. Yeah. Let's, let's do another hundred. Oh, wow. <laughs> Where do we go from here? Only up. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take sideways or no. lateral. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't plateaued yet. I don't think we plateau yet. Definitely yeah. not, right? Because uh, of all the hard work and uh, the fact that uh, you were able to score in a, a time with uh, General Golfing, that that speaks that we're still mm-hmm. on the upward trend. We're still trending at the moment. Yep. Once we hit Oprah, then we can probably like. I think that's. Right? I retire. I'm out. <laughs> well, after Oprah, we just reset, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's yeah. there's political figures. I'm not gonna. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we keep going. I know somebody threw out Elon Musk, and I said, "Why not? If 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 you can get if you can help us, like yeah. we'll do it. Like I don't think we've turned uh, we've not turned down mm-hmm. a guest that has either wanted to or um, somebody's offered. So we've tried to." Capsules. I know we got some. Francis has got some stuff in the works or some I'm celebrities that we're trying. So it's, it's we we be we've had one celebrity besides our military guest, right? We had a reality TV um, expert, Dr. Viviana Coles, um, and so we had her. So I'm like, let's see if this drums up some more um, high-profile guests. Yep. So I'll just do one more plug for topics. Send them to us. People are interested. Um, you want to be part of this and talk about something, you got a story you want to share, this is what it's for. Mm-hmm. Sam, closing thoughts. I'm going to miss y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've really, I've really enjoyed uh, doing this. It's been an amazing experience getting this thing off the, off the ground and, and helping y'all with your messaging and, and everything. That's, that's my job. It's what I love. It's what I, what I want to do. It's what I'm going to continue to do. Um, and yeah. I, I really want to keep doing it. Maybe start up again somewhere else, or you know, come back here. You have to ask permission <laughs> for the rights yeah. to continue. Um, but you know what? We'll get the band back together for episode two hundred mm-hmm. or one fifty or something. Yeah, that would that would be amazing. You know, I'm still local. I'm still I'm still around. You know, you got my number. You can call me anytime. It's just like I can text y'all anytime. I really need to send you another gift, Chief Howard. I am due one. Yeah, you are. You're way overdue. Yeah, you've been slacking. So. I really have been. Yeah, I Francis. I think the to wrap up, so we pose the question, like what are some of the questions that you have for us or the wings uh, folks have for us? And the one question that we received 
was like, why should I even listen to this? Right. So why shouldn't you? There's so much great information and topics. Um, Clearly, we're having fun at episode 100. Right. So we're doing something right. I feel like at least. So why shouldn't you listen? So I'll put that back out there. Yeah, definitely. Right. The why shouldn't you listen? Because we're better than standard radio. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely more genuine. And you know, again, like maybe every episode's not going to resonate with you, but um, tune in, check it out. And what's the great thing about podcasts? It's on demand. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if 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 you don't have time right then, or the topic's not of interest, that's fine. You're not gonna not gonna offend us. It's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. But if you get one thing out of one podcast, I think it's worth our time. To do it so I, I can't reiterate that enough my parting shot would be uh thank you to, to those that do listen right um mm-hmm. because if they didn't listen and we didn't get the feedback then we wouldn't be doing it so i have to thank the individuals that do take the time to listen to what we have to say um and then those that provide feedback right even if it's uh why do i listen or why should i listen to the hey thank you for taking the time right um it all matters uh we want to improve we want to do something uh, positive so uh, thank you for listening, whether you like it or not. And uh, any feedback you give, good or bad, more than welcome to take it so we can only improve or, uh, you know, change or pivot, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Uh, well, that's, I think, thanks to y'all. And until next time. Remember to stab your enemy in the face through cyberspace. <laughs> <laughs>